0: Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano and I welcome you to this broadcast. Today we are talking about if you say, if you say. And uh, this is a fundamental principle of faith and in life with Jesus. Let's go together to mark the 11th chapter verses 22 and 23. And we're going to see this principle. And I'm going to highlight something that God has impressed upon me about this and uh, the 22nd verse says and Jesus answering said to them have faith in God and we went ahead in previous time to talk about what had just occurred how Jesus spoke to this fig tree what he desired and over the course of that day the next the following day they come across it and Peter is astounded and points to it and says it's dried up from the roots. And this is what occurs. When in true faith there is speaking to something, that's what Jesus showed, that right from the root of that issue there was uh, a point of contact and the words began to work. Now I say it was the following day, because that's what the scriptures say, but it takes note that if it doesn't change overnight, right? If it doesn't change in 20 minutes, they, they had walked back by that to go close up for the day. They went back to where they were staying. And it was the following day when they walked back that Peter noticed it. So they didn't notice it that day before. The very day right after Jesus, it wasn't instantaneous when Jesus spoke that, that it, that it caused that to happen. So it won't be that way for us either. We need to know in our heart, and when we say it, be okay with that and keep going our way. And now here in the 23rd verse, we see, For verily I say to you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so good that God, He doesn't uh, distinguish whosoever will live this kind of way, will have this kind of result. And um, man, woman, whatever, whatever background, you and I can pick up from the plan of God right here and believe in our heart, not doubt in our heart, and speak And know with confidence that what we say will come to pass. We will have what we say. So, what's created in your and my life is determined on whether you and I say so. Now, a lot of people don't believe that. But this is a fundamental principle of faith in God and in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus is telling them that. Have faith in God now. You see that? If you'd speak to that and cast it out and don't doubt in your heart, you're confident of what you just said, you'll have what you say. He is emphasizing that this is faith in God. You want to find someone that trusts and relies upon God? This is how they'll live. This is how they'll function. Now, what's more common? What's more common is people talk about that mountain. People talk, I mean, they will, they'll gather in the break room, COVID or no COVID, and they will talk about the mountain. You and I are not called to talk about. We're not graced by God to talk about. We are called, we are anointed to talk to. Jesus is, Jesus was, and so are we. So Jesus is called the, the apostle of our profession. He's looking over our words and has the power and authority to bring it about. And so when you and I speak God's words, He has something to work with. But He's got nothing to work with if we're just talking about that issue. There's nothing for him to work with in that. Now, hallelujah. Let's go ahead and change gears here. And let's go to Romans, the 10th chapter, verses 8 through 10. Actually, do this with me. Go to Joshua 1, verse 8. And I'm going to read Romans while you go there to for the sake of time so you're going to Joshua 1, 8 i I'm going to go to Romans and there hallelujah and um, here in Romans yes sir okay thank you Father hallelujah appreciate your patience, my friends. We are going to get it all. Okay. So, here in Romans 10, let me read this to you. And it says in the ninth verse that if you shall confess... Well, let me go from the 8th verse. It says, but what does it say? What says it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes to righteousness and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. So if God can't get it in our heart and get it through our mouth, then there's going to be an issue in the creation. The creation comes from the heart and mouth exchange. And we'll continue down. Uh, I'll read to you from the 16th verse. It says, But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Now, one of the things that upset God so much with His first people was that they could not be persuaded of God's way. They were... uh, They would not be persuaded of his truth. Um, yes, sir. Here, let me, let me just go to Joshua 1.8 and I'll meet you there. Uh, here in the 8th verse, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success. Hallelujah. He said night and day these words shall not get away from you. This shall be in your mouth. This shall be before your eyes. We looked in previous time. um, Proverbs talks about how to keep the word in your heart you get it before your eyes and you get it in your ears. It's There's these gateways for faith to get in, for a belief to come into the heart. Now, a lot of people, they believe that they're not enough. They've been saying it day after day. And so it keeps looking like they're just not enough. They keep saying they can't do that. They keep keep saying never. It'd be good for us to watch the words we say. I watch myself on words like never. I watch myself on words like can't. I've been told I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So I need to watch when I have something else in my mouth. I watch words like just. Just. If I'm saying, if it's something that's important to God, and I refer to it as just, then I'm not holding the same weight to it as God does. And I'm misrepresenting it, if that's the case. You see how powerful words are. Words, they contain their spirit in nature. You can see it as someone enters into a room and they say hello. Depending on how they say it, it's not just a word. It's a container. It's containing the very spirit and soul nature that they've been, yes sir, that they've been yielding to. It can tell you where they're coming from what they've been looking at, what they've been referring to. You can tell. You can walk into a place and you can tell there is an argument that had just gone on. You can sense it. You see, these words are not nothing. They're They're spiritual in nature. And God created. He is spirit. And by spirit, He believed something, He saw something, and He spoke something. And He fully was confident in what He said And that was exactly what was created. And this is how it goes in our life. Now, this word meditate, meditate on it day and night. It has the idea to murmur, to murmur, to say it to oneself. Now, it's very interesting. We're going to, we'll see this out through the scriptures, but you and I are saying something, whether it's outward or not. We can find through the Scriptures that there is prayer that can happen inwardly. That we can pray in the Spirit. And the Scriptures in Corinthians talk about they're praying thus with themselves. That there is actually a, a spiritual praying that can occur without saying any word. Without outwardly expressing something. You can say it within your heart. Go with me to Proverbs 23. And we'll look at verses 1 through 7 and we'll see this same principle. Proverbs 23, 1 through 7. We looked previously at what we believe and how we can change that belief. We change it by what we're looking at. We change it by what we're hearing. And um, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord. Hearing is a spiritual uh, essence. It's not a natural thing. Jesus, many a times in his preaching, he'd yell it. He'd say, those that have ears to hear, let them hear. And I mean, he was boisterous. The scriptures, if you read it, they say he cried out. Those that have ears to hear, let them hear. Hearing, they all had ears. The majority had ears in those places and heard the same words. And yet many did not hear in heart. They didn't get it. He'd, he'd leave, He they, they had asked him, why do you speak to these people in parables? And he, he would go aside at times and tell his disciples what he meant when he was saying it. They had some insight, some inside information. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, hallelujah. When people heard the same words, they didn't see the same thing. Yet God had shown them the very answer. It got away from them, and they didn't get it. And you can't say they didn't have a good enough preacher. You can't say it wasn't taught well enough. It doesn't get any better. And yet they didn't get it. In fact, Jesus told, he said, if you don't get this parable, how will you understand the rest? And the parable was, That there was good soil That received the good seed And produced fruitful harvest And it was only One out of the four It was only 25% Which meant 75% Heard the same thing Had the same Quality of seed And were unfruitful Got nothing From it 75% Thank you Lord I know that's sobering, but it makes it very clear why we need to watch what's in our heart. And notice, anything I'm speaking to you now has been conveyed through a thought. And what we think becomes a reality. It becomes a place where we live. And we'll see that here. Let's look at verses again, 1 through 7 here in Proverbs 23. And it tells us, when you sit to eat with a ruler... Consider diligently what is before you, and put a knife to your throat if you be a man given to appetite. We need to know how to control ourselves, right? Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. It's deceiving. Labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. Will you set your eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward heaven eat you not the bread of him that has an evil eye neither desire you his dainty meats for as he thinks in his heart so is he eat and drink says he to you but his heart is not with you god had said this about his people at times he said you know they praise me with their lips but their heart is far from me and this is an aspect of it that you and i We can say something, but think something else in our heart. And whether we say it here, this is what's true. This is reality. There have been people that have confessed, and they've confessed about healing, and they've confessed about other things, and they didn't really believe it. And they liked saying the things that, you know, the people in their church group thought they should say. And, you know, they... They got the emotional response because I know the right thing to say. But what would be more important to do in that is to go back to what we talked about in previous weeks and go back to what do I really believe? Have I looked at that word about that? Have I got it before my eyes? More than once would be a good thing. If it's something that really needs to change today, then I can look at it morning, morning, noon and night I can if I can eat that many times naturally, I can eat that many times spiritually and I can put it before my eyes every time I can say it out loud to myself and make sure I hear it. These are living, breathing words and I got to get them in me. I got to get them in me. I have to believe this. More importantly, I want to believe this. This is God's good way. I trust him. His way is better. I'm getting it and look at it and look at it and hear it. And hear it, this is how you come to believe. Thank you, Lord. If it's that important, you'll take the time, you'll make the time, you'll put that in first and then allow the other things at the direction of the Lord to be put in after. But if it's important to you and I, we will make the time and we'll get the belief inside of us. Because when we come to believe Now we got our mind on something else. We have something that we're thinking on in our heart. And that's what's going to convey the next word. That's what's going to come out. Out of the abundance of the heart, our mouth will speak. And so that's why people really have believed that. They really have believed that, you know, I just hope we get by this month. I just, well, it's looking tight. I just hope, I just hope that check comes in. I just hope, I just... They are shaping their life and many have not even realized it. You and I can say something different. We can find the scriptures, we can find He supplies all my need according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Because He has, we won't lack for anything that we need. We'll have more than enough food. We'll have more than enough good to drink. We'll have more than enough clothes to wear. We'll be completely satisfied. We uh. It says that, you know, if we desire Him, if we seek first the Lord and His things, He'll give us the desires of our heart. So there's things that I just want to have, I'd like to do, and I'll have it. I'll have it. I can say that instead of the other thing. Instead of talking about the problem, I can talk to some things. I can start orchestrating the way. I can start creating the path. This is, when you go into unchartered territory, You need to trailblaze. You're going someplace that that you've never been. It's time to create a path. It's time to create a way, but I've never done that. I know that's why it's time to find it and say it and think it and talk it and get it because you need to make the way, and this is the way God has caused it to be. This is how... He created this very earth as we know it and as we don't. He wasn't looking at something that was already built and created. He was looking at darkness upon the deep. There was things that had, had been. And He was looking at something that needed to be created, needed to take on fruitful nature. You and I have things round about us and things we're stepping towards in this day. age and you and I need to get something else in our heart something else on our mind something else in our mouth because God needs us to pave a way he needs us to blaze this trail he needs us to make something that other people can come up through because we have a place to go because we have a job to be done because he needs us to create that way and the only way we'll get it is if we say so. Is if you and I will have the audacity of faith to say so. Hallelujah. Let's uh I know we're let's go ahead and continue before we unhook for this time and let's go to Matthew 9 verse 18 cuz we're going to build on this idea that is uh scriptural in nature Matthew 19 that you and I don't just speak outwardly we speak inwardly and when we talk about meditation there's something that's said in our heart all the time and if we can say the wrong thing we can say the right thing we can meditate we can talk to ourselves about the right and the good thing and here in Matthew 19 we're going to look at verses 18 through 22. I told you wrong. It's Matthew 9. I let me correct that. Matthew 9, 18 through 22. Thank you, Lord. I'm looking at some trailblazers. Is that right? That's the time to say yes. Amen. We have work to do. Thank you, Lord. And here in verse 18 thank you Lord while he this is speaking of Jesus spake these things to them behold there came a certain ruler and worshiped him saying my daughter is even now dead but come and lay your hand upon her and she shall live and Jesus arose and followed him and so did his disciples 20th verse and behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Thank you Jesus. Why did she do that? This woman had an issue of blood. It was against the law to go out in public because she's unclean. She's risking her life doing this. Um you have to think is she crawling in this crowd? This is a a group of people that are thronging Jesus, but here she is pressing in and she's touching the hem of the garment. So she's down, right? Touching the very bottom of that garment. She's risking being stomped on. She's risking someone seeing her. If she's actively bleeding, is it showing in, in her apparel? She's spent all of her livelihood going to doctors and looking to get this fixed and looking to do it every way but what she's doing right now. And it's telling us why she's doing this. Go with me. I want you to see it. 21st verse. It says in that 20th verse, She came behind and touched the hem of his garment. And now the 21st verse says, for she said the reason you could see her in that throng of people was because she said and when she said this it changed her whole experience it changed her whole life for she said and what did she say? she said within herself She's not telling anybody else this. She's not going through and telling everybody in the crowd she can. She's not talking about how big this crowd is. How am I even going to reach him? There's all these people. How am I going to fit through? She's She's not talking about that at all. Not scripturally it doesn't tell us that. But it does tell us she got through. She got to. She got to the master she got to that hem of his garment that had the anointing to heal and she pressed and she touched and she, what? Got healed. You want to know why? For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. And you know, that she gets her healing, we'll, we'll read that and see that. Where did she get these thoughts? Where did she get those words? If I just touch his garment, I'll be whole. She's saying it within herself. If I touch his garment, I'll be whole. If I touch his garment, I'll be whole. And her body is so tired. If I touch his garment, I'll be whole. She's been bleeding. She doesn't have the oxygen in her blood like she needs to. She's getting tired. It might take more energy to say it this time. If I just touch, just touch the hem, I'll be whole, I'll be whole. And it's getting harder, and it's getting harder. She's home was a long way back. She was tired last week. She hasn't seen a doctor in days. She's still bleeding. She hasn't been out exercising she is tired but it didn't stop her for she said within herself if I just touch his garment I shall be whole I'll be whole hallelujah and Jesus Turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. God gave her these thoughts. God gave her these words. And she said it. She said it. And she thought about that, and she said it. You see as she thought in her heart she was she thought herself healed she thought herself whole and it drove her she said it it drove her to become that very thing what does God need you and I to be today what does God need you and I to do today what does he need us to think on what does he need us to say within ourselves Because there is something that needs to be made. I'm talking to you. You are an engineer of the Word of God. You're an engineer of God. He needs you to create. He needs you to construct. But He needs you to do it with your mouth, with your heart, with your mind. And you and I have the ability to think about what we choose. There's going to be a lot of thoughts that will come. And it doesn't have to get us off focus. We can stay tuned in and think the right thing and say the right thing and be all in where we're at. And when those little thoughts come, we can just simply push them out. Tell Satan to go. Get out of here in Jesus' name. You wrong spirit? No. And not even consider it. Not even allow it a moment's notice. Not even allow it place or room to be. Because there's something else we need to think on. There's something else we need to say. God needs us to make a path in a way today. And this is how we'll do it. This seems like a good place to unhook for now. We love you friends. We look forward to hearing more from you all. And we will see you all soon. We bless you.